What's going on, YouTube and I? It's welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the cover price comic book shakers of the week. Uh, running a little bit late. Um, I'm just waiting for my man, uh, Jack, oh, aka man. Mr. Bolo, man. But you know, maybe time's he all is, relative. Uh, he's got stuff. Yeah, time is relative. Time's all if, relative, man. Come on. Especially after watching Kang, you should know that. Time right? Is What's ten all minutes relative. here? Ten minutes there? Ah, it's all relative. When I say Kang, uh, when it's time is relative, it's like I, it's like a uh, cousin of mine who's always late. That's when. So, <laughs> uh, hey, thanks you guys all for joining us. Why you guys are uh, congregating in the live chat? We're not going to play any more music because you guys have been complaining. I lied. I'm going to pick something out right Come now. Come on, what man. I, what haven't, I heard, what haven't I heard in a while? You know what? You know what you guys need? Since Amy's in the this is for is Amy. It, yeah, Susan, Amy's here. I'm gonna play Amy's favorite DJ right now. And some Ed Sheeran. Because you know what? Who who doesn't love Ed Sheeran? I'm, I'm, I'm in love with the shape of you. I'm in love with the shape of you. I'm in love with your body. I'm in love with the shape of you. I'm in love with the shape of you. Amy's favorite, <laughs> Amy's favorite DJ because she needs Very a sandwich. Nice. You know, a sandwich sounds absolutely fucking delicious right now, actually. Yeah, right yeah welcome to the cover price shakers of the week, boys and girls. This is the show where this uh well, let me talk show our man, you know, sorry, StreamYard just changed up all their graphical interfaces and it sucks, man. There's anyway, this like, show is sponsored by uh our friends over at coverprice.com. Go to coverprice.com, you can sign up for a two-week free trial or pay six ninety-nine a month and get the full blown membership uh this is the cover price shakers list uh focusing on new sales or interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list this list changes several times every day so make sure you check it out every day to review some of the hottest trending books on the market and we will look at it later on today this show is also sponsored by our friends over at uh karascomics.com use discount code of karas or excuse me l-o-t-l-b short for lords of the long box to get 15 percent off anything in a karas comics store and, and as well as karas pull box for your new books that you get um set your alarms boys and girls this gorgeous cover is dropping friday Ooh. at noon this is our our one of our favorites natalie sanders this is i believe called the uh what was it called it's called uh something hold on i had it right here man. i know i'll uh, tell you what though i absolutely think the trade dresses with all those graphics yeah. is the way to go because yeah. that is, is what that cover is about this right is there. fear state alpha number one um and Natalie is the first one that actually, I believe, do these kind of faux uh, fashion ma co cover magazines like Cosmo or Vogue or whatever the hell the 
people read nowadays. But uh, so make sure you check them out. Friday, this drops at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. Use the discount code of LOTLB. Save yourself 15% off this entire set. You can get the trade or you can get the uh, Virgin. The trade is kind of cool because Poison Ivy is all green and it's got like the little uh, magazine things on there. So uh, let's get right oh, yeah, to it. So cool, just me and JB today. So jb volunteered to take all of them but you know what that's that's too much work for just one person so i would try to help you out as much as i can and when you can uh yeah so uh why don't you start off first and we'll see what's where does this list come from again this this comes from our friends at coverprice.com that's right and if you are not a member of cumber price you guys got to go over there and check this website out it is absolutely good on your cell phone as it is on your uh tablet or your um, PC, and if you haven't checked out the website, you know we're doing the show. Go over there and check them out. Open up another tab, check them out, get signed up. It'll be worth it. Trust me. Yeah, you know what's cool is it's not an app. So if you don't have your phone, you just log yeah. into you wherever log computer in anywhere, you're wherever you're at. at. Even on your phone, it works. Pretty much looks like an app. It when you're looks just, using just it like on an app. Phone. Yeah, I mean, exactly. all the functionality is there. So, and plus, uh, we get some great support from our friend uh, Matt and John over at Cover Price. So they are doing good stuff. We've got a team of engineers working nonstop, twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. I'm just kidding. I don't know how what they are. <laughs> all, all right, right so let's, let's get, get this, this list. list shaking, man. What do we got off first, JB? All right, first up on the list, we've got Batman issue 428, the newsstand, originally published in 1988 from DC Comics. We like to examine key comics with immense importance to comic industry history. And this issue, featuring the death of Jason Todd, Robin, is one of those. And man, was it shocking in 1988? While fans called into a 1-800 number to vote to kill the character off, The death was vicious and intense. Even off-panel, being to death with a crowbar garnered national news. Sure, comics like Batman, The Dark Knight Returns, Watchmen, and tons of indie comics were all violent and shocking. However, for a book that kids' fans were picking up, this was on a level unseen before in core mainstream title like Batman. It truly changed how we looked at comics, especially for villains like the Joker. The threat of insane characters like this suddenly became unpredictable. When you're looking to invest, keep your eye on key books like this. Sure, Jason Todd was revived in a Lazarus pit and returned as the Red Hood, an adversary turned ally for Batman in future storylines. But the cultural comic history importance is huge. Take this week's sale for the newsstand, which hit a high sale of $750 for a CGC 9.8. There are collectors out there recognizing books like these are quickly and they are quickly moving to invest in them. I actually have one of these, so I'm one for one. So 1988 Ooh. newsstand versus direct edition. So yeah, let's do that 19- chart again. In 1986, it was about a 50-50 spit. Uh, split so 1990 newsstand started getting uh, a bit more rare so i would say by around 88 it was probably the direct market was definitely i mean in 1988 i mean i mean that's where i got my book uh i got my batman book you know because you know and back then i mean it was interesting how the word of mouth spread about this book that you could actually kill batman and you know they were they were in like the little periodicals you would read like the free little uh, newspaper was a comic book resources or comic book weekly whatever hey call in and you know don't leave it up to the fans of course they're gonna if they said kill batman in this they would have killed batman too because people just (laughs) some people just want to see the world burn you know what i'm saying so uh all right so batman something i do want to mention about this newsstand because i've been you know 
really in depth and, and research in this, just like you bring up that chart, but I don't think people care. I think that right now, new just newsstand anything is hot because even books that should not be hot for being newsstand seem to sell for a higher price. Well, even though I mean, even though newsstand, like let's if we look at the chart again, um, you know, the argument, like let's say it was for uh, they bought a newsstand in 1982, right? Direct market was just starting 20 yeah. percent at the time. The argument a lot of people say, well, because newsstand, you know, they're on spinner racks and people are bending the shit out of them. What you know what I'm saying? You know, because you know, obviously they didn't take care of them, you know, as as well as comic shops did back in the day. So that's one of the arguments they could have. But you know, but there's okay. also scarcity. Well, no, that's the argument for high grade newsstand, which always used to be the argument. But now I feel like any grade newsstand seems to be selling for more than a direct yeah. market. Yeah. You know, so I know what you're saying there that the in mentality was, hey, it's not going to be high grade because it was on a spinner. People were bending them, touching them, fingering them, you know, whatever they're doing <laughs> to them. And, and now it's like, it doesn't matter. Even if it's lower grade, you people are preferring the newsstand in the aftermarket based on what I'm seeing, you know, sales-wise. Yeah. All right, I let's hit the next one. Somebody, I mean, there's some that are cool because they have a different little picture inside of it. All right, so I'll do the next one here since um, I don't know if you'll be able to pronounce this correctly. Ooh. Next up on the list, we have Black Cat number one. This is the J. Scott Campbell cover D, La, Chan La Chanoir. The oh, T no, is I silent for that. I would have yeah, butchered it's not that. Chat Noir is Chat Noir. <laughs> uh, it it's basically means the Black Cat in French. Uh, the T's are silent when you say the Black Cat because I used to have a favorite restaurant called uh, La Chanoir. So J. Scott Campbell is a brand that is known to produce high amounts of variants under Campbell's own online store. His fandom is huge and it's well deserved. A lot of people love him. Campbell found that that comic nerve that brings a constant flow of sellout after sellout. However, some of those variants are higher in demand than others. For example, he produced 15 covers for this particular issue of Black Cat number one. However, this La Chanois is definitely La, Ch La Chanois. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> silent. Just know that. It's definitely one of those rare variants that race way ahead of the pack. There, I'm trying to, there is a famous picture or painting or print that this is based off of i've seen it before i don't i can't put my finger on this maybe someone in the live chat but this is a reproduction of something a piece of art that was done i do believe um it's definitely one of those covers with raws at a fair market value of 281 dollars this week a cdc 9.8 sold for a new high sale of 275 dollars no, and that's 725 dollars there are so i think artists um really dig drawing black cat um if you think about like i always think about adam hughes and um catwoman or is it uh yeah catwoman mm -hmm. he always does those covers those goes kind of just like j scott campbell and black cat to me you know he's always drawing those you know it's just oh. certain guys that are always um I, well j scott likes to draw the ladies yeah same with adam hughes uh, yeah. i'm trying to think if adam hughes did uh black cat covers as well because when if I look this up on cover price, there are a ton, a ton of variants for this. People would just went buck wild on this, but because uh, it was only what a few days, <laughs> I mean, not too long ago, right? When this came out, but there you go. Yeah, so, Black Cat is... number one, the J. Scott Campbell cover D, La Chanoir, variant. Oh, god, anyway, I'm so glad you took that one, man. Yeah, it's a uh, Black Hat in French, put it that way. You All right. That. What do we got next? All right. Next up, we've got Dark Avengers, number one, the Adi Granov Midtown 
comics version, right? You know, it's not what you're expecting. Originally published in 2009 from Marvel. Now, while this shares the cover with the 1 in 50 incentive, the market has always favored that 1 in 50 due to it not having that big Midtown Comics logo on the front of it. However, while the 1 in 50 just, you know, begins to get out of reach, it's currently sitting at about a grand for a 9.8 and like 300 plus for a raw dog. Fans have now turned to this more affordable version, which in turn is pushing this to new heights as well. Like this week's sale of $635 for a CGC 9.8. Now, this heat all stems from the market speculation that Marvel is building a Dark Avengers team for the MCU. While the groundwork is there, there's also rumors of both the Thunderbolts and the Secret Warriors forming. Right now, it's unknown which one of these teams is going to be happening, if any of them. But that doesn't seem to slow down sales for any of those teams. Can there be only one? Hell no. There are going to be a bunch of them until we find out what it is. I love this cover, man. I just hate I think, that Midtown logo on it. Yeah, I think it'll be an amalgam of teams. You know what I mean? Like, they're, Yeah, they, they're, that's they're not going to call doing. it the Dark Avengers, just like Loki and Sylvie, mm -hmm. the variant. You know what I mean? And shout out to uh, Adi Granoff. And uh, that is his abnormally hot wife for, Holy and that's Lord. Adi Granoff. She is at every show. So just when I, because I bought this up in the past and I was like, yeah, that's his wife. Can you believe that's Adi Granoff? And that's his wife. How the hell did that happen? But props to you, Adi, for doing Damn, that, man. Cheers but, to you. All right. So Dark Avengers number one, the Adi Granov Midtown. Well, I don't think we've ever had no. a Midtown no. book on here, to be honest with you. No. That's kind of Come on, that's man. a that is a definitely a first for a, a Midtown book. All right. So uh all right. Up next, that's right, boys and girls. We have Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, the second print from Marvel 2016. Ooh. If you're not on the Moon Knight Girl or the Moon Girl train, did I say Moon Knight? Right. Moon did, Girl yeah. and Devil Dinosaur. If you're not on the Moon Girl train, then it's time to jump on. Though prices are getting pretty crazy. This first print is easily $120 plus now with nine eights at a four at 416. However, this is hard to find second print. It's taking the standard books cover with this week's new high sale of 650 in a 9.8. People sure do love those second prints. And this look almost identical to the first what, print. What's the difference? Well, if you look at the number one right underneath it in tiny little oh, font, yeah, it says is. second print there on the because I have the first print and the first print. I do believe the color is just a tad bit different as well on the font. But mm. if you look closely right underneath the number one, it says a second print on there. So, right there. So yeah. 2021 continues with the. Uh, uh, the trend from 2020 of people getting like, you know, second, third, fourth prints, eighth prints if you're, you know, collecting something. Is and then when the do you stop? I, every, yeah, like something is killing the children. I'm glad every I bought the entire run. Every time they come out with another one, do I have to get it? Because that could yeah. be the last one. That's the most rare one. Do I have to keep getting the next Print. Only if it's a variant, meaning like if it's the second print or third print with a totally different cover with a hot artist. Like uh, I would also tell you for Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur issue number one, which is also another first appearance of there is the hip-hop variant that one is and it's all black uh that one is so hard to find in a 9.8 so look out for the uh hip-hop variant and that's another one that you should be on the lookout for for moon girl and devil dinosaur don't sleep on it even though it's uh, going to be a kid show people don't care they're going to be buying oh, them no. up all right so moon girl devil dinosaur issue number one is second print is on the list all right what do we got next all right, before we get to the next one, I just want to ask that everybody in the live chat, if you're enjoying the show, and I know you are, go ahead and hit the thumbs up. It's okay, man. We don't judge. 
And if you're not already subscribed to the channel, what are you doing, man? You're enjoying it. You like us. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel. It's all yeah, right. We're almost at 7,000, man. Once we hit 7,000 subs, we're going to give away a bunch of free stuff. I got literally stuff. have about 30 uh, Kara's Comics variant exclusives free that, stuff. Uh, that I give away. We're going to give away some cover price stuff. And uh, you just, we're just going to throw stuff at you. So, you know, sub up if you haven't. Uh, so there you go, man. There you go. Um, oh, check this out. There you go. See, I knew it. Uh, Ooh, Swiss it artist uh, Alexander Stefan yeah. <laughs> the Black Cat homage. Oh Thank you for that, uh, Edward. I can't say most of that, but I appreciate it. See, Edward. I knew I wasn't yeah. tripping. There's something on there. All right, so there you go. Gives me time to catch up on some of the live chat as well. Um, all right, uh, this next Let's one up it. is I pretty much guarantee this is uh, going to be a goose egg for Nobody's everybody. No, everybody. Yeah. Nobody's got this. All right. Next up, we've got Pep Comics, issue number 22, originally published in 1941 from Archie Comics. Now, if you are a hardcore fan of Archie, this is the number one book on your list. Don't let this World War II cover fool you. Pep Comics number 22 is the first appearance of Archie, Betty, and Jughead, making it an extremely important Golden Age book. In addition to being a huge key, it's also very rare, with only 18 universal copies on the CGC census. This week, we saw a CGC 0.5 that was missing the top half of the cover and had a completely split spine sell for $9,202. Now, this is the only 0.5 on the census, and we don't have any prior records of it coming up for sale. So it now holds the record for that grade. This may sound like a lot of money for a 0.5, but only two months ago in June, a CBCS 3.0 sold for $66,000. Now, back in 2017, hold your horses, man. An 8.0 set the record with a sale of $252,000. Now, if you're looking for a slightly more affordable Golden Age Archie key, you could try to get a copy of Archie Comics number one, where a 2.5 sold for a mere 19 grand on June 19th. It looks like there, there are still some big Archie fans out there, and when these rare gems come up for sale, they're paying close attention. Wow, that, man! I, mean, who I, I had that no idea. That is, is all yeah. information right there. That is two hundred fifty all... grand for an eight point I mean, there's nothing on the cover that even tells you it's the first appearance of Archie, and Archie is probably one of the longest running comic books in the history of comics. If you think about Batman, has been around since 1939. Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, Captain America, Namor, whatever. There have been Archie comics throughout the decades, just continuing, continuing on and on and on and on. So it's kind of, this is definitely a piece of Americana history, man. Uh, Archie, I would have Jughead, never known that. Thing. I would have never known yeah. to even look for this. That's why it's on the Shakers list, baby. That's Pep why Comics it's on the issue list. number 22. You've all been educated today. Yeah, so uh, Pep Comics issue number 22. If you ever see this uh, sitting in the wild or in a garage sale or somewhere, and uh, just pay coy, just pretend like you don't know what it is. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give is. you a dollar for I'll it. You know what I mean? All right, so Pep Comics issue number 22 from 1941 graces the list. All right. Up next, 
Of course, we've got to talk this. This is the Sensational She-Hulk, number 40 from Marvel 1992. 1990 comics weren't particularly politically correct. However, some covers pushed it a little too far, <laughs> like this controversial cover where an off-page voice demands She-Hulk to jump rope naked to fill pages. However, collectors love controversy or controversy and actively seek this cover out. It's been climbing for a while now. However, raw sales currently hit a far fair market value of $194 with a new high sale of $800 for a CDC 9.8. Um, wow. So this, I do believe, is the John Byrne run and a little bit of trivia for you next time somebody tells you that, you know, uh, it was the, um, you know, Deadpool that, you know, broke the the wall first in Marvel nope. comics. Uh, actually, it was She-Hulk, and it was this run where she broke the fourth wall, meaning she actually talked to the people who the were reading the comic. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, I mean, and she did this, I think it was like a year or two before uh, Deadpool did. So just a little bit of useless trivia to throw out you <laughs> right there. So uh, this there's some also great covers on this. Obviously, the Savage She-Hulk was a little bit different run. When John Byrne took over, he had a different spin on it. Still fun. Uh, but the covers are absolutely awesome. There's also a great cover. I'm trying to think. I think it's it's her, just her standing, and it's all black. And I think even on one of them, John Byrne is on the cover himself, actually. He drew, he drew himself on the cover. I'm trying to remember which issue it is. I'm pretty sure somebody in the live chat would, uh, who's a big John Byrne fan would know it, but, you know. Uh, so there you go. Sensational She-Hulk issue number 40 from 1992. $500 oh. for a 9.6. Hey, I can you confirm or deny that Howard the Duck may have broken it before She-Hulk? Mm. In the Marvel comics? Uh, in the Marvel magazines, uh, he may have, but that's interesting. We'll I always do it. In, always do it in comparison to Deadpool, since you know Deadpool was part of the you know six one six, and I always and you know She Hulk was prominent. Howard the Duck wasn't really like prominent in the six one six like She Hulk and Dare, and Deadpool was, and everybody always thinks it was Deadpool first, but you know She Hulk did it before her. But I I wouldn't doubt it was Howard the Duck that also did it as well, since he was kind of a cartoony character and in the magazines and everywhere else. But you Marvel. Know, mags yeah all right yeah cool. when he first appeared in adventure into fear and the i don't think he was talking to it breaking the fourth wall yet when he was doing the what he was with uh, man thing but all right there you go sensational sea hulk number 40 is on the list what's next all right next up on the list we've got static shock rebirth of the cool originally published in 2000 from dc comics this is one series that only static fans seem to know about static's first series launched in 1993 and ended on issue number 45 in january of 1997 which is a super pricey book at a raw fmv of 315 bucks now it took three and a half years for fans to see the second issue in november of 2000 fans received this very low printed series lasting only four issues it disappeared into the ether of DC's Forgotten series. However, with Static being developed into a feature at Warner Brothers, more eyes than ever are on Static and his immensely hard-to-find issues. This definitely ranks up there as seen this week with a new high sale of $800 for a CGC 9.8. I've never seen this before. 
Yeah, it's dope. Never seen um, this before. And you know, it's Rebirth of Cool. I mean, if you remember the, they had the Diggle Planets had a had an album called the Rebirth of Slick. Rebirth of Cool is also mm-hmm. there was a, also another album. They, it's it's a pretty cool take on the name. Uh, too bad Dwayne McDuffie's still not alive is uh, passed away, so he didn't get to see his his Static Shock that's going to be appearing in the the DC EU. Um, they're you know uh, they finally brought back uh, Milestone and all the. Stuff that they're going to talk about for DC and, uh, you know, Dwayne McDuffie was a huge part of that. Uh, He passed away way too young, man. He passed away at, I think, at the age of uh, 40 or 50. Yeah, he was only, he passed, he was born in 1962. He passed away in 2011, man. So, uh, uh, not too soon. Yeah, man. Too bad, you know, he didn't get to live to see. But you know what? It'll live on with him forever now that he's going to be on the big screen, our animated series. When I saw the panel at the, um, it was a DC fandom. They said they they have a whole thing of s- stuff lined up for Milestone, like uh, animated series, movies, games, you name it. They're they're going full bore. Why not? Because they've been sitting on this for a while now, and then a lot of great characters, and it built a cult following back in the day. So uh, uh, there you go. This is the uh, I mean, it came out in nineties, but this looks like this is the one that came out in two thousand. So Static Shot, the Rebirth of Cool, number one from November two thousand and twenty. Cool. All right, what do you got next? Oh, I guess I got it next. Do you want and it? I'll how apropos? No, no, I know. I definitely oh, want to talk course. about no, this, man. This is come on, man. Strange Academy number one, the Jerome Opeña variant, one in fifty. That's right. When Strange Academy came out, it was a no-brainer buy because it was packed full of first appearances such as Emily Bright, Doyle Dormammu, which is by far my favorite name right. of any character. Doyle Dormammu, Shelley Moonpetal, Zoe Laveau. Uh, Calvin Morse and Desi collectors and speculators instantly had their eyes on Strange Academy as the next book to speculate on. One year later, this book is still chugging along. The highlight of this first issue is still the highlight of this first issue is still the Strange Academy number one Jerome Opeña one in fifty variant, which had a high sale this week, fourteen hundred dollars for a CGC nine point eight, and it's also an homage to The Breakfast Club. Ah, yes. If that looks familiar, that's from the movie poster of The Breakfast Club. I have every single Strange Academy issue and variant except for this one. Right? Me too. I went digging for this them when all, I saw this. And I was looking at this. I was like, oh, man, 100 bucks. I'm like, no, I have them all. I have to have this. I have them all. Oh, Wait a man. minute. No, I don't. I, I don't I, have I this. Sh- I should have pulled the trigger, but then I was like, I eh, know it'll go down, but, you know. Um, you know, this came out March 4th, 2020. So this is right before like total shutdown of the pandemic. Right. If you think about it, this is last year. God damn. March 4th. That was just a little over a year and right. four months ago. It feels like forever. Right. Uh, but this is right before the, so this, I, I want to say the pandemic really kind of started this whole crazy madness of online sales of um and and we haven't stopped since we haven't looked back ever since because you remember even there was even a shutdown where we got no new comics for a good you know month or so and people were just buying up uh back issues like crazy because you know they were hungry and they needed to feed their needs so they were just buying up everything but i have the i have the j scott campbell version variant i don't have this one but damn it now it's like you know if i could find a raw copy for a good price i would probably do it Uh, but you know this is book in a nine point like modern books, you know, if they're already this high for a nine point eight, you're better off just finding one raw and getting it graded as opposed to right. an older book that's a high grade, just buy it graded. You know what I mean? It's better off that way. Uh so there you go. Strange Academy number one, the Jerome Opeña one in fifty 
variant from 2020. Go, go, Strange Academy. And it is coming to Disney Plus, too, by the way. That's another Lords of the Longbox exclusive. All right. Uh, what do we Man, got I'm next? I'm glad you got that one, too, because I would have butchered his name. All right. Next up, we've got Universe X Spidey number one, originally published in 2001 from Marvel Comics. This hard to find recalled version sold a rare CGC 9.8 for $880 this week. Now, we have may have mentioned it before, and we love recalled air books. This one is a fun one. In 2001, artist Al Milgram took his revenge on Bob Harris, the former Marvel editor-in-chief, by hiding the words, Bob Harris, ha-ha, he's gone, good riddance to bad rubbish, he was a nasty SOB. And he put that on the book's spines on a bookshelf in the background of page 28, third panel. I think we're going to show you the image here. Hold on a unlike, second. I'm downloading it right now. Okay. All right. Now, unlike many recalled issues, this one never made it to the shelf. It was only sent to retailers as a preview issue and was caught in time in order to fix that one panel. The preview copy was recalled and most copies were pulled. There are also two dynamic forces variants that also had the recall, which are exceptionally hard to find. What's fun about this book is that it's mostly found in dollar bins, which makes this a fun treasure hunt. When you see that classic Alex Ross lizard Spidey cover, open it up to page 28. Look for the bookshelf and see if it's blank or is it or if it has the recalled slander happy hunting right, so there's the panel there's the page in question do you see and he said and if you look there's a bookshelf in the background yeah right? uh but if you zoom in on that bookshelf oh you cheeky little bastard look at that yeah uh, look at so that. bob harris haha ha, he's gone good riddance to bad rubbish he was a nasty sob <laughs> so just imagine i mean somebody really had to look i mean because it's in this bookshelf back here uh and it's it's side first of all it's horizontal so flip the image vertically you see how yeah. it's written in there so i'm still amazed that you know the editors eventually caught it but there you go uh i mean that's i mean besides the fact this is uh a fun read um i mean universe x is obviously spun off of universe x by the spun off of uh universe x by alex ross which is spun off of earth x which kind of takes a kind of a futuristic kind of dark look um of of uh, the marvel universe um so universe x expands it to a much bigger story earth x makes it a is a smaller contained story and i think they were like um 12 issue in miniseries, but I actually have the trades of them and they're great reads too, by the way. I mean, this is the famous, uh, you ever seen the picture of like really old Captain America? That's yeah. him on it. Um, and where he's got like gray hair, that's the Alex Ross version. Uh, and it really tells some interesting stuff. I mean, Alex Ross tries, you know, every now and then he does like Marvels and some other stuff, but he always had to have this grandiose kind of epic storytelling. But if you want a really good read, check out universe at earth X and then go check out, uh, Universe X, which is the sequel to it. Um, so there you go. Universe X Spidey, number one. Oh, I just got the message from... Um, um, I just got Jack. the message from uh, Jack. I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have yeah, checked my go. email. He said he couldn't make it. But yeah. hey, me and JB are rocking it, man. It, so let's man. go, We're man. All right, so last one on the list. How apropos that I get all the books that I have. Right? You should. Uh, there you go. 
boom. I've been talking about this book forever mm-hmm. now. War of the Realms, New Agents of Ashes. War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas, issue number one, the Miko Siyuan Comic Odyssey Virgin variant. For those who say store variants don't hold any value, this is the one that bucks that trend, and a lot of them are bucking that trend. If you recall, Feige acknowledged, Kevin Feige acknowledged that Marvel was developing content around Southeast Asian characters. One of the few Mm -hmm. Asian characters is, one of the few Southeast Asian characters is waived. Um... It says first Vietnamese character, uh, the first Vietnamese character, uh, which isn't tr- accurate. It's actually the first Filipino. Uh, there you uh, go. Actress, the first Vietnamese character. Uh, I'm gonna have to talk to Matt. Go about get this. up, get on him. Yeah, the first <laughs> Vietnamese uh, character in Marvel is actually Karma of the New Mutants. Our first appearance is in Marvel Team Up 100. It's an issue with. Uh, F- anyway, she was a New Mutant. Her name was Karma. That's the first Vietnamese character that was in the Marvel comics. Anyway, she is the first Filipina character who first appeared in this go. issue and had her own exclusive color covers through Comic Odyssey by artist Miko Siyuan, who is a Filipino artist. The Virgin mm-hmm. variant is um, making aftermarket well waves, pun intended, with a high raw sale this week of $545. 545 wow. for a raw dog, but this is for the Virgin. And there's also a second printing that looks similar to this, but it's not. So be careful. But the raw dog is the one you want. She's definitely care to keep your eye on the radar. Also, it doesn't hurt that this issue also features the first appearance of Luna Snow, Crescent, and Arrow, who seem to be everywhere in Marvel books recently. And there's kind of like the whole new uh, wave of Asian characters. Um, I was told through my sources that uh, in the Shang-Chi sequel, Shang-Chi sequel, that they're going to chart introducing the new agents of Atlas. And I think it, it, you know, being they have to bring because Jimmy Woo is the kind of the the Nick Fury for the new Agents of Atlas, the this team of Asian characters, oh, cool. and he's he, he's he killed it in uh, Ant Man, uh, he killed it in uh, Wandavision, uh, and you know, being that tomorrow is Friday, um, play it. You know Why what not? we need. Play you, it. You know, you know what we're talking about since we're Play talking it. about we're talking Jimmy Come Woo, on. we're talking about New Age and Atlas. It and it's freestyle Friday. The baddest on the microphone apparatus is here. When I rock a rhyme off and eyes are dropping a tear. It's so beautiful, it's America's landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes. My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake. Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base. Over any damn breakbeat. I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes. So take notes out of suckers, I make coats. Lump of some like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats. I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind you. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. You're nervous is the impervious wordsmiths. Hanging out in Rafa's new crib come with the verses. Yeah. Come on now. You nice. know, if I was talking about New Ages Atlas and I had talked about Jimmy Woo, then I had to bring in Gotta my play. man, my man dropping bars. So let's look at what's shaking today, boys and girls. What is shaking? So yeah, if so you're not I, familiar with this list, but if you have the the full version, which is like price of the large coffee, right? Six. Is it six? Pretty much. Yeah. If you actually pay for the whole year in advance, it's 60 bucks. Boom. Unlocks everything. And the list changes every day. 
every day you'll see the little date up in the corner of what day is the list and it's constantly changing now welcome to the chat everybody in the live chat we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us if you have not already do hit that thumbs up all right yeah hit that thumbs up there's only like 60 thumbs up and there's like 180 of you watching i never get that i never understand that come on man all right, so as we go through, here's the daily shakers list. Um, if you have the full bonus, I think if you have the minimum subscription, you see like the just 10. Those. For the, no, I think for you just week. see that first row. You see you this only row. see that but first row. And when you do view all, then $60 a year or yeah. $69 a month, you click on view all and you see all 50 shakers of the week. And uh, this is, oh my God, I haven't seen this book in a while. I remember this in 1993 that? was the height of sexy woman comics, man. Uh, this is Razor Annual number one, the first appearance of She. Now, if you remember, that's another female character that was hot. She versus slash Sidebade, uh, zero or one is also the first appearance of Witchblade. It was in the 90s, it was all about flesh and females, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the you know, the you know, the days of when they actually used to have uh summer bikini issues. Do you remember that? That was a thing. Uh, I don't think that would they would they, they probably can get away with that now, but they used to That's do crazy. these uh, summer bikini issues where they have all the characters in bikini and you, it, and they would throw in some dudes just to just to make people have like Superman and a speedo. But you know everybody was looking for like Rogue in her bikini, but you know it's like why would Rogue wear a bikini if anybody touches her? Boom, they get zapped with their power. So um, Invincible, wow, wow, that raw just shows dog. how powerful this raw dog. So for nine hundred and ninety nine dollars, a thousand dollars. First appearance of Invincible and first appearance of What did you think of the show? I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was great. It was really I thought it was fantastic. You own two brother voodoos, man? Yes, I do. Come on. (laughs) I've been been telling people. I've been telling people don't sleep on this. Strange Tales number 169. First appearance of Brother Voodoo. 9.2. I have a 9.2 actually. Sold for $1,700. Wow. I've been telling people, man, ever since I saw uh, his brother... Jericho or Daniel Drum die in Doctor Strange. Spoiler alert: um, the mm-hmm. first Doctor Strange. Hey, I got one of these too. X Men. I got mine graded. Uh, hey, that's the same grade as mine too. And, Get out of here, dude. Uh, I don't have. Do I have this one? Uh, I don't have this one. I need this one. Or did I buy this? So this is a key issue, as you can tell. It has a little key is, and uh, and the reason why it has key is comics that have uh, a key character appearances, a low print run, or have been proven to always be in demand. Werewolf by Night number one, uh, seven point five, so for five hundred and five. Wow, that's a good deal. I love these. I love these. I love the this Marvel entire run. Books. Yeah, I, the frames on the, on these issues. If you, I think it's seven uh, Dra- seventy three. Yeah, there was like a yeah. thing they did. Like Dracula has it like that. Tomb of Dracula as well. Uh, here's the uh, kind of interesting uh, Malibu Sun books that all had like the preview of all the image characters. Yeah, hasn't so, this been debunked now that this isn't the first? Like there's something even it's a earlier preview. than this. The, yeah, Maybe. But I know this was a preview. I, yeah, but I don't care what than this. blogger or YouTube say. Hey, this, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter what it's like. It's it's like the writer. The rock says it doesn't matter what you think. It's what the market. It's what the market dictates, and the market has dictated this one. That's true. Um, so Malibu Sun first cover appearance and preview spawned seven point five. So for six hundred thirty six dollars, highest known value seven grand. That market has dictated that it's seven grand. I actually have the second one too. That's what I want to show you here um, with this Wildcats cover. Uh, I don't think there's anything. Wow, there's only two of them, huh? Hmm. Oh no, there's 15 of them. Let's go back. I, I do believe 
Wow, they don't. There's have only any three, so is it? And there's eight? another one that has Young Blood on it as well, but I don't know if they're the first uh, appearances or not. Or people just don't care about Young Blood and Wildcats. But Spawn right now, if you can tell, is super super hot uh, right now. Wow, people are still buying up this book. Still huh? buying okay. that book up. First appearance of Mr. Bobius. Well, he's not he's gone. If there's no. going to be a season two, I mean, no. good for Mobius. And Mobius. I was I was just getting into this conversation with somebody else. They were like, "Well, the White Vision had died." I'm like, "No, it didn't." Dude, White Vision is still hot, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's still out there. Came all the way back. Yeah, first and I don't think this book's gonna come all the way back. Okay, what's you actually don't want the newsstand. You you want the direct edition because it's got Mobius on the cover, basically. Yeah. Well he's yeah, he's in the little uh he's in the box. box. Yeah. I mean that's what another reason why people this is direct yeah, stand. That's the one to get. Know? There he is. Doesn't look like Owen Wilson, but there you go. Take our word for it. It's Owen Wilson. <laughs> Take or is it whatever his name is? Uh, look at that. Fantastic 448. Here's oh, that book. Oh, just there we go. I've always said this book needs to be of higher value. value. What if Wolverine had killed the Hulk? Number, this is what if number 31, 9.8 sold for $500. Wow. Yeah, now, is that still square bound at that point? I mean, no, I they weren't. The first no, four, only, like, no, was it yeah. the first four or five that were square bound? Yeah. Number one is definitely square bound and uh, maybe two through four, but definitely these were, uh, they may have been larger size books because typically the what if stories, there was always a, uh, a main story and then there was a backup story. They would have like story. a, you know, so it was like a double sized issue. Um, look at that. Wow. Ooh, look at this. Ten old cent. Detective. I wanted to look at that cent. other, this old, oh, that one up there, the, the Batman 26. Well, this oh. wonder woman from 1974, 850 mm -hmm. for 9.8. What the hell? Still What's this? 9.8 from 1974. I guess it's bondage, maybe? It's tweezer bondage? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be, shouldn't be that valuable, right? Sandman, I'm surprised. Sandman should be kicking up pretty soon here, man. First appearance of death. They showed the cast already. This is Sandman issue number eight, the first appearance of death. Well, look at that. F damn near 1,500 for a 9.8. Wow. So uh, be on a lookout for these Sandman issues. The series is going to come out soon. So Yeah, that's a good anyway. point. You know, Go back down, slide slide back down to that book we were just looking at the uh, the um, what if? Where to go? Right, go, go. go yeah, that what if it's down there, right? Wolverine, just below the Fantastic Four. Keep going, just oh, below Fantastic, yeah. right there. Who won that damn bike, man? I wonder who won that bike. <laughs> Did you want to know? A bunch I mean, of things, man. yeah. Oh, wow. See, what I tell you? What did I tell you? I told you, you, did, you it doesn't this. matter what the it was originally. Was. If there's a comic book of it, people are going to buy it. Sure enough, the Dune trailer drop looks absolutely fantastic. Guess what? Marvel did a three-issue miniseries on Dune. Wow. A 9.8 so for $487. That just shows I'm, you in the collectible markets right now. Get Indiana Jones right now. I'm telling you, because there's a new, you know, there's an Indiana Jones movie coming out, right? Indiana right? Jones right now. Remember, there was a Battlestar Galactica comic too. I actually have the number one issue. So please bring back Battlestar Galactica. Bring it back. Um, here's a Midnight Suns is obviously hot. Yeah, first first cameo appearance of the Midnight Suns. Uh, look at that, five hundred dollars. What? But uh, recently, what it sell for? Four hundred dollars for a nine point eight. Uh, mm -hmm. and it doesn't take it out of the bag. It doesn't matter. It doesn't hold more value if it's in the bag, boys and girls. Okay. All right. Um. Oh, I love this. This was such a great run. The early issues. Ultimate Spider-Man number one. The Joe Casada. Who remembers Dynamic Forces? Man. Mm -hmm. So back in the day, man, the only online store variants you could buy were Dynamic Forces and AnotherUniverse.com. Those were the that ones. That was it. 
those are the was, only those people were that made the their two, own now special. like everybody has everybody one. yeah everybody and their brothers yeah. got a, got a but this cover. look at this dope cover that is so sick and this was right um when the when the ultimate comics came out like ultimate x-men ultimate spider-man those were the first two to come out and they were hot immediately they out they sold everywhere uh a raw dog sold for four hundred dollars so i gotta i gotta ask your opinion all these homage covers that stray dog has been doing to the horror films what do you think of these man i think they're freaking awesome yeah look at this one that's poltergeist right yeah Play that's dead. freaking awesome bad <laughs> 362 dollars for a 9.8 that is pretty cool man i dig it for all you kids who don't know poltergeist was uh one of the scariest, scariest PG 13 hell. movies you'll ever see well at least from when i was a kid it scared the shit out of me man um hey it's silence why, of the lambs why isn't this on here i have this okay boys and girls you're gonna get a quick tutorial Ooh, okay. uh the incredible hulk number 340 uh graded 9.4 sold for 347 dollars i actually bought this as a near mint copy what I'm going to do is I'm going to add it to my collection. Ooh, sweet. Because so, I realize I have it. Uh, they don't have the grading on it yet, but let's see. Let's see if I click more. Tell me the purchase. I'm not going to tell you how much I paid for it. Yeah, one you can tell if it's signed. You can say, you know what? The art was fantastic. Story was good overall. Yeah. Why not? Why not? So now it's um. added to my collection. So if I go back, it maybe takes a few seconds. Let me refresh. There it is. You own one. Look at that. There I go. Now it's in there because I have it. Uh, I have two copies of this. This is hot because people are getting priced out. First self-titled ongoing series, Origin of Moon Knight. First appearance of Bushman. Yaman. Bushman. Or actually, different Bushman. And Kanchu, which is based off of Fish of the Kanchu. 9.6 for $300. Let's see how much it sold for recently. 344 9.6 nice. so price is jumping up i remember this book this is uh i wish ryan was third here. race, ryan, fourth race ryan, second race yeah is that i don't know moment? this is the first, first race yeah this first, is the first race because i think one. there's like Holy two shit. or three races so I think four. Uh, this is superman number 199 this is the first race between superman and flash graded 5.0 so for five for 325 wow, wow. uh we'll see if uh if they race again uh if henry cabell comes back so ah I've been talking about this book forever now. Adolescent Radio Black Belt Hamsters, which was a, a parody of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is a ghost, if you can find it. This is from uh, 1986, issue number one from Eclipse Comics, uh, graded 9.8, sold for 289 back on August 4th. Adolescent this... radioactive. Well, black think about it. Okay, so at the hamsters. time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles. was go. a hot thing. So. Instead of teenage, they're adolescent. Adolescent. Instead of mutant, they're radioactive. Radioactive. Instead of ninjas, ninjas they're black, black belt. And instead of hamps turtles, they're hamsters. So you see. Uh, but yeah, I remember seeing this and I was like, that's silly. That's just a parody. And then look at it now. Look at it now. Oh, I have this. Uh let's take a take a look at this. Avengers number one twenty five. Um, I damn, what is the I bought this for a reason. Oh, what's, yeah, God. what's so special about this? Well, this um, issue 125, I do believe, leads into the Thanos storyline of Captain Marvel. Uh, the Captain Marvel run that starts in issue number 25, the one with Marvel. 
Uh, I mm. believe this story kind of leads right into it, uh, and it's part of like the uh, the Thanos War, uh, way way before the Infinity War, where he was just trying to get like the Cosmic Cube. And so uh, look at that, nine point four three hundred. That's it's a great book to have if you're a Thanos collector. Um, wow, look at this Wonder Woman. It's kind of cool no, cover. Ah, I dig it. A universe besieged 48 page final issue. So it's a final issue. Maybe, you know, because we've heard that people are starting yep. to collect last issues as well. 9.8 sold for $292. Wow, who would have thought just a random issue like that? Uh, if you haven't been, if you didn't, have you, if you haven't been on the internet today, by the way, they finally released Why the Last Man trailer, and it looks absolutely fantastic. It's going to oh, drop next year on FX. First appearance of York Brown and Ampersand, his monkey, uh, Raw Dog, sold for $275. I, and is this in my collection? Can you, hi- can, can you highlight Nikki Comics Addiction's comment there? Let's see. The very last one. <laughs> Oh my God, Kung Fu Kangaroos! I wouldn't doubt it, you know. But you know, I. But I, you know, what? I think a kangaroo would beat the shit out of all of them because kangaroos are—they're vicious, man. You ever see them throw down? Yeah, I have this, and I don't have. I thought I was gonna a high grade when I got it graded. Came back, I was like, damn. What's up with Menace? The pre-quote horror over there. Wow, look at that. From 1954. Well, that's just a Oh, look at that. Pre-code horror from Atlas. Well, it's Atlas Comics, but it's Marvel eventually end up buying them, and they're part of Marvel. So that's why you see it as Marvel here. But, you know, before it was Marvel, they also had a book called uh, Atlas Comics. And if you remember, I do believe the Black Knight first appeared in an Atlas comic. So a raw dog sold for $283. Not bad at all. Anytime you see pre-code horror, just buy it. Yeah, 3.0 is over $350. A 3.0. Look at that more Moon Knight. Just I mean, there's so Moon many Knights volumes all Moon over Knight. right yeah. now. Moon Knights. I have this one too. I have this is one of the. I have about. I, I at one point I had like 135 hip hop variants, and I think I kept this one of the few ones that I've kept. This is uh, I don't know what this is homage to, um, but this is the Ricardo Lopez, uh, Ricardo Lopez Ortiz hip hop variant. 9.8 sold for $250, man. At one point, do you remember there was the hip hop variants just going crazy? Mainly crazy. it was mainly because it was uh because of Miles Morales and that Nas cover. Um, but you know, people are still going and hunting for them because like I told you, look up the Devil Girl Moon. Yeah, I'll do it right now. Devil the Moon Girl, Moon Girl. Make sure I spell it right. <laughs> Like, eh, Sometimes you have to have nothing, the exact verbiage. Eh. There we go. So, as I oh, was the, telling you so guys, it's purple. So the difference is purple and blue. Second print's blue. Yeah. First print's like completely. Yeah, it's different like really color. light shade. So here is the uh, Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur. As you can tell, oh, all nice. black cover. Really hard to find. Um, raw seventy six dollars back in July two thousand and ten. The highest known value is uh, nine point eight sold for six hundred dollars. 600 bones so be on the lookout for that uh, moon knight one and this one pretty much any of the moon of the hip-hop variants that fe- had that have a first appearance i are collectible in my eyes because there's a lot of them that were just first issues but not first appearances um but so just be on the lookout uh let's see something wow something is killing the children it always appears on still everywhere. on the list always on the list yeah oh there we go we got some uh some havoc love here first appearance of havoc alex Alex Summers, 
$223 for a raw dog. I should show it should show that I own this better. It does. Yeah, that's right. I have yes, a snap copy. Uh, man, more something is killing the children. My it's God. It just it dominates the list. This first prince of null again. Wow. Made it on yes. the list. All right, boys. That is uh I've shared enough, man. Well, get the last. I want to see the last row. Come on. You can't no. not show the last row. Yeah, oh, you know what? Man. No. If you want to see the last row, go over to cover price, sign up, see that, check out that last row. Uh, I'll show you the last row. Uh <laughs> fine. Fine, 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 fine. All right. This is the last row. So we got oh, uh, fight, right. the fighting five. I do, do this is the first appearance of the Suicide Squad guy. Yep, first appearance Peacemaker. of Peacemaker. Moving up in the world. Who would have thought Peacemaker first came out in 1966? And he, yeah. John Cena, is hilarious. For every um, the press junket he's been on, any interview, he's in full-blown Peacemaker garb. He has not, even during the uh, Red Mark carpet premiere, he had the, the costume on as well. Uh, so there, uh, another strange academy, mm-hmm. Peach Momoko variant. You have that one. Come on. Yes, I. I think I do, and I think I sold it. <laughs> Highest known value nine point eight four hundred dollars. So uh, I think a raw dog just recently sold for like two hundred. No, two hundred dollars for nine point eight. So it dropped in price. So sometimes patience does pay off. So patience. At the height of the Momoko, I'm glad I sold mine then. <laughs> so July 2021, somebody uh, bought a 9.8 for $403. Um, and then August 4th, somebody saved 50% off and bought it for $200. Right? So sometimes, you know, it's just all about Patience. timing, man. Timing Some tank around. girl, and that's it. We uh running over our allotted time here, all boys right. and girls. Got to go. go. I actually have to do some work. So, JB, any last words? No, you know, I, I thanks for having me on. Everybody who's watching this on the rewind, sub to the channel. If you're in the live chat, hit a thumbs up on your way out. We really do appreciate you coming, checking us out Tuesdays and Thursdays live. We're giving you the top 10 list. We're giving you the shakers list. I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate you, TiVo. Have a great day, man. Yeah. And if you're watching this on rewind or on podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, and we're on Anchor, wherever you catch your podcast. So if you're next to an Amazon device, Alexa. Just say, Alexa, play Lords of the Longbox podcast on Spotify. That's all it takes. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. We will see you uh, possibly Sunday for another uh, edition of Letters of the Longbox of Mikey Sutton. Uh, Until then, boys and girls, keep digging in them longboxes. Peace out.